Pags. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Monday. We're talking about the bipartisan border bill that really isn't. Uh, I guess you've got some Republicans that signed on to it. I don't know how they twisted their arms. Mitch McConnell is an anti-Trump guy, so he's going to go with anything that Chuck Schumer wants to do, as Chuck Schumer is the majority leader. The um, the House of Representatives, however, we gave it to the Republicans. They passed the bill last year, H.R. 2, and H.R. 2 has been ignored by Chuck Schumer, who thinks it's a really important thing to get a bill done, which he could have gotten done a year ago, but he's not going to present it to the, to the full Senate. The Senate probably will say no to it, but even if they said yes to it, Biden would probably veto it, which would tell you exactly where Biden is and where the left is politically when it comes to the border. The House of Representatives literally has the leverage to make the, to make the Democrats look ridiculous. The House of Representatives has the ability to show them how, to show America how completely disengaged the, uh, the Senate is and the Democrats are when it comes to the border. Instead, they once again have allowed Chuck Schumer to define exactly what's going on. Blows my mind. He gets to go on CNN or MSNBC, whatever it is, and talk about how it's a bipartisan bill. He's up till midnight. He's got to solve the problem. And the first two things he mentions don't have to do with the border. Now we've got Tucker Carlson over in, uh, in Russia. Now, here, here's what we all know. Vladimir Putin, for some reason, decided he wanted Crimea back and took it during the Obama administration, and Obama did nothing. And then he decided, under Biden, he wants to go and take parts of Ukraine. Now, Crimea was in Ukraine, but now Russia has it. And I guess it's because it's a major port in the Black Sea. Now he decided he wants the the Russian parts of Ukraine back. Now, again, keep in mind, these are ethnically Russian areas. That means he, he can just have them and take whatever he wants. But I've never gotten an answer to a simple question. Why did he do it? And, and I think it's, it's probably the most journalistic question revolving around our support for Ukraine. Why did Russia take that? Why did he roll tanks in? Why did he start killing Ukrainian people? What happened? Because if the answer is he's Hitler... Well, that's not a good answer, because when Hitler was doing it, people wanted to know why he was doing it. And then they ended up taking him out and defeating him, because they found out he's just an evil guy. And Putin probably is an evil guy. Well, he is. We know by his history that he is. But I want to know what his evil interpretation of why he was allowed to go in there and do this is. And nobody in Western journalism, since he rolled tanks into Ukraine, has asked him. Carrie, have you seen anybody ask Vladimir Putin, why did you do this? Mm, no, I do not believe so. When we ask the question, why did, why did he do it? The answer we most often will get is he's trying to reunite the Soviet Union. That's the answer we're getting. I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying, and that makes sense. Where'd you get that? And their answer is, well, just his history shows, or, well, he has said blah, blah. But did he say, I'm going to reuni- reunify the Soviet Union? I'm trying to get the Iron Curtain back, and he hasn't said that. He may, he may think that's what he wants, and maybe that is why he wants to take parts of Ukraine. He has said, we're not going to go anywhere near a NATO country. We're not going to go into Poland. He has said that. But I want to know why it is, why it is that nobody has asked Vladimir Putin this question. Is Putin's answer going to be really damaging toward Biden? Is Putin's answer going to be damaging towards Trump? If it were, they probably would ask him. Is his answer going to be, not only am I not crazy, but this guy Zelensky, X, Y, Z. And maybe he could tell us his thought process at least. I'm not going to ever think he he should have gone in. I'm not going to ever say it's righteous, no matter what his answer is. 
But when somebody does evil, more times than not, when you're watching a court case, you're thinking to yourself, what was the motive behind this killing or this rape or this attack or this bombing, this whatever it happens to be? Yet for some reason, when it comes to Ukraine and why Putin rolled in, we're not, we're not allowed to ask about the MO. We're not allowed to ask what the motivation was. And it's just a bunch of left-wing liberal talking heads in America generally, and I guess some in Britain and elsewhere, that are saying why they think he did it. Carrie, wouldn't it behoove a journalist to ask him? That would be one of my first questions, yes. I'd like to know the answer. Let me ask you this. With Tucker there, are you interested in watching what he finds out? Um, I am, yes. Of course. And you yeah, don't, you don't even that. like social media. No. Everybody wants to know. Can't stand it, but yeah. Why wouldn't we want to know? I mean, it is so dumb that we've got the start. It could be the beginning of World War III on planet Earth right now. And if you ask why he did it, you somehow love Russia. You somehow are a Putin puppet. It, it, it's crazy to me. The ability that so many in this country have handed to the media and to Hollywood and big music and so on. You know, you can learn so much about their mentality just by what Jay-Z did last night. And I don't watch the Grammys, but I saw the video later. Jay-Z, who is a rapper, a very good artist, a producer, married to Beyonce, is worth a billion dollars, if not more. He has the world by the ass. I don't know that you could have more than Jay-Z has. Billion dollars, a lot of talent, a lot of drive, and he's married to what many believe is one of the most beautiful people on the planet. And he's got a beautiful child with her. At least one, because the one that was standing there was his daughter, very pretty young lady. And he's standing there at the microphone, holding his Grammy, which was, and I don't know why it was black. It wasn't gold. I don't know why the Grammy was black. I have no clue why this thing was black. But having said that, he's literally complaining that his wife hasn't won album of the year yet. Maybe my perspective is the one that screwed up. Because if you've made it to the farthest lengths on the planet in success and your life is set, and you still have great drive to make new music and support your wife and make movies and be involved as a producer, this and that and the other. How on earth is the most important thing to you to stand up there at a microphone and complain that your wife hasn't won a trophy? It, the disconnect is so vast in this country. Because that's one of the top stories that you'll find anywhere today. You go through your social media feed, it's the video of Jay-Z complaining Beyonce has a one album of the year on almost every video you see. And I'm going, but does anybody know why we sent $100 billion to Ukraine? Does anybody really care that we left $85 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan? Does anybody know who the Houthis are? Does anybody know why, you know, Hamas still exists and some people are allowed to call it a genocide and it's not? There are so many things going on on planet Earth that their ability to change the narrative and do so well at changing it. Listen, I'm giving them credit. Jay-Z talked about the least important thing on the planet last night, and people think that's the biggest news story going. Blows my mind. It truly blows my mind. So the very basic question, before we send Dime 1 to Ukraine, should have been, what is this? Why are we sending you money? Why are we your bank? Why are we holding small businesses in Ukraine up on high? Why are we paying pensions in Ukraine? Why are we fixing roads and bridges in Ukraine? 
We're the United States. We have nothing to do with Ukraine. And why didn't we at least try to figure out what Putin wants? And then you find out that Biden literally said no to peace talks before it even got to this. Ukraine could have sat down with Russia and other members of Europe and figured this out before any bloodshed. But the word is, and I get this from Lieutenant Colonel Atticott and others, is that Biden said, no, we don't want to sit down and talk to these people. It's like they wanted war. So asking a question via Tucker Carlson or Kerry or me or anybody else asking the question, why do you think this is your right to go into Russia? That's something I think the globe would want to hear. Because at the end of the day, it's, it, it's going to be very hard for me to accept that this is anything less than Biden trying to fix the economy because war always fixes the economy. The, the, the machinery in place that's being used is all very expensive and it does help an economy. doesn't matter that half a million young Ukrainian men are dead. That doesn't seem to matter. Carrie, do you have some? No, I actually had I was thinking about the the bill itself. Why are we trying to combine all this into one bill? Why can't we do it separate? I say why I say we but meaning obviously Congress. Why can't we focus on the border first and then give the money to where what needs to help it get fixed and then work on Ukraine and then work on the Middle East? It's a leverage play. It's a leverage play. It's a great question. It's a leverage play. The left, Schumer, knows that the right needs to have something on paper about the border. So you put a bunch of other crap in there, knowing that if they say no to it, Schumer's going to say, see, they don't really care about the border. We offered them everything they wanted. And when in reality, all they have to do, the counter and and the right is so bad at this. Their counter has to be, we did a separate bill on the border a year ago. Exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. We did a separate bill a year ago on the border. Why don't you care about the border? Why are you including Ukraine? And then really talk to the American people and say, Chuck Schumer cares about Ukraine and the Middle East more than he cares about the border. Let me show you. And play the video from Mika. <laughs> it's that simple. Okay. He says it. But you're right. There should be a separate Ukraine one, a separate Israel one, and a separate border one. And the border one should get done first because that's affecting us most directly. And I hope, I hope to, I hope to God all Americans are asking the question you did. You didn't ask that from a political standpoint. You just very simply Mm -hmm. said, why are they combined? Why are they not, why are they not separate? That's because it's a leverage play. And the Republicans suck at it and the Democrats are really good at it. And they show it every single time. This sob story he goes on with Mika about today was just nuts. That was, that was sickening to me to watch him, you know, History is going to judge us poorly, blah, 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 if we don't Ukraine. What? Man, you must be high. And again, the House of Representatives, purse strings, the House of Representatives, money, control the cash. They aren't doing it. Leverage this guy. Every time he shows up somewhere, four Republicans should show up on television saying, you know, we sent him a separate bill a year ago and he ignored it. He doesn't care about the border. They they just don't know how to play the game. And that's really too bad that that tired-ass Chuck Schumer is that much better than they are at it. And it's a great question. Every American should be saying, hey, do the border first, then we'll worry about the other stuff. Right, because we keep seeing you know, these stories and leading up to the presidential election, what's top of mind for Americans, and mostly it's the economy and it's the border. How? And I'm trying to think of the last time I actually did a story about Ukraine, except when it's us sending more money to them. It's, it's, it's a very logical, rational question. 
Why are we combining them? And every American should be asking that of their representatives and of their senators. Good stuff. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Super Beats are amazing. Super Beats is a really nice supplement. They're heart chews now. It used to be that powder you would put in some liquid, mix it up in the morning and have that. Give that nice bit of energy, going to last you throughout the day. Now it's in something called a heart chew. It tastes delicious. They smell delicious. They get the job done, give you that nice level of energy throughout your day, throughout your night, throughout your morning, whatever you need. Because if you, if you take a sugary drink, you get a spike of energy, then you hit the sugar low. Or you take the caffeine, gonna be, you have to keep on taking the caffeine to keep that energy level where it needs to be. Why not go with Super Beats Heart Chews to give you that, that nice steady level while giving you great support for your, for your, your circulatory system? Here's how it works. When you pair it with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. So why not give yourself that kind of support? And over 40,000 five-star reviews now. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free month supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 with your order by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at that website, joelovesbeats.com. We're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. Motown Monday, the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here breaking down this stupid border bill that just doesn't make any sense. It should be done on arrival. We'll talk to Troy Nails next hour. He's U.S. Representative, District 22, great state of Texas. We'll figure out if he likes it or not. Uh, you can probably guess whether he does or not. Um, so um, uh, stick around for that. It's going to be a great conversation. It sounds like Speaker Mike Johnson is killing this thing before he can get anywhere, and hopefully that's, that's actually going to stick. If they put this into place, our country's done. I'm not being, you know, hyperbolic. I'm not being, you know, funny. I'm not being silly. I'm not being over the top to get you to listen or watch. I'm telling you the country's over because you've got a number of people coming in now that is way faster than any sort of birth rate in this country. So that means those who hold the majority, and they will eventually hold the majority, would set the culture, would set the mores and the morals and the values. They would set the system, a system that we all get along pretty well in, to be honest with you. Because you got people coming here who don't understand. Listen, when you have the House couldn't even, yeah, 150 Democrats could not even bring themselves to vote to expel somebody from this country who is drunk driving. That blows your mind. Because you got to think about it. The adults that are coming here might have learned how to drive where they're from. They didn't learn our rules of the road. They didn't learn how we do it here. I mean, it's not like you just show up and you're an adult and, and therefore you can jump in a car and drive. And some of them are driving drunk. I mean, what are we talking about here? Stop. Here's an interesting side note to that. We've been running the story all day. You and Eagle Pass, Shelby Park, where Texas has taken over. Yes. Um, and the federal government isn't happy. Some Eagle Pass residents are not happy about it. Since Texas has taken over that park, before there were thousands coming over illegally. Since then, three a day. Three. Three. Not 300. Not three. 300, not 3,000, three. I mean, that's all you do. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not even you have to do anything bad to anybody. They go, oh, well, you can't get in there. Let's not try that. I mean, it's, it's, kind, of, it's <laughs> kind of common sense. I appreciate that update. Let me go to the phone lines quickly and say hello and welcome to Robin in Port Orange, Florida. Robin, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I was listening to you, and I want to tell Chuck Schumer, hey, Chucky, 
Why don't you take a, a like, uh, I don't know, maybe 100,000 of your uh, illegals there, take them over to Ukraine and take care of your problem and stop using our money to fund Ukraine and whatever money laundering they're doing over there. And I don't want my money going to the Palestinians. I mean, come on, you work for us. Start taking care of our country. Yeah, that's a very interesting take. Robin, thank you. Can you imagine if we told people who are coming here illegally, all right, you can come in, but as soon as you come in, we're going to give you the right uh, the right uniform and send you over to Ukraine. You can go help them fight. Instead of us sending money or sending American soldiers, you want the American way of life? You want the opportunity? We'll just send you over to Ukraine. Not a problem. You guys like migrating? Hey, you're migrants, right? We're going to migrate your ass over to Ukraine. You can help fight them, help beat the Russians, and then if you survive, we'll give you citizenship. How about we do that? You know what the you know what the border numbers would be zero. They would stop calling. Oh, you're going to send me to go fight in a war? Forget it. I'm not going there. Karen, uh, less than a minute, but it's all yours. Let's go. Hi, Joe. Yeah, it is a border bill. Ukraine border, Israel border, right. and then our border. Right. Word salad. Well, it is. I mean, that's what Chuck Schumer did, and he was actually reading it, which makes me sick. Karen, you're the best. I appreciate it. Karen went so fast we can take uh, Carl in Ohio. Come on, Carl. Okay, three quick things. 1986, the Democrats did the same thing. They tried to talk Reagan, and he did it. He signed a bill in 86 that was supposed to cure everything, and here we are. Uh, the other thing is it drives me bananas. They keep using the word illegal immigrant. They are, they are illegal aliens, and it's a felony to cross the border. Last thing is uh, people need to, read the board, uh, need to read this because they put it up on Fox today, and my orcas has the power to shut the border down. They're saying, well, it says may. That's a key word, three-letter word, may shut the border down. Right. And what on earth is wrong with these Republicans? Every time they get a great topic handed to them, they turn right around and hand it to the Democrats. You can give these guys a royal flush. They throw the five cards in and say, give me five more. Carl, I hear you, and I appreciate it very well said, except that it's not a felony. It is a, a violation, more like a speeding ticket to come across the border illegally, but it's illegal. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.